Hey everyone, today we are doing a studio hangout with 3D Art. If you are looking to strengthen and flex your art muscle, Art Prof is the community for you. We have tutorials, critiques, and more, and it's all for free. Clara, would you like to get us started? Yeah, I know I said I was going to do an acorn squash, but uh, I ended up doing a sweet potato because I really like these shapes that the sweet potatoes are. And my 14-year-old helped me pick funny-looking ones at the Chinatown supermarket. So I'm having playtime today. I'm just making this for fun and for a change of pace. How about you, Deep D? I am also kind of having playtime. I have some really awesome supplies that were provided to me by our friends at Sculpey. So I have three um, clay colors. I have this like terracotta color, this stony kind of gray color with speckles in it. And then I have white which if you guys have seen my clay work, this will be a challenge for me because normally I work with a lot of different like bright colors. But I also have this fun like tool kit that they provided me with a bunch of different like tools to use for clay and carving. So I'm gonna make some heads, some like little skulls. And then um, eventually this will hopefully become like brooches. Like, is that how you say that word? Brooches, brooches? Brooch, brooch. Brooch, I don't know. <laughs> And normally I just work with my hands when I'm doing clay stuff, but because I have these tools, I'm having a lot of fun like seeing what happens if I just like slice in and, but it is kind of playtime for me too, Claire. I, I don't really let myself make art for fun because I have like 12 jobs. Um, so this is, this is my fun time. Well, I also feel like it's good that you have those tools because for me, at least, when I'm doing 3D work and I'm doing small stuff, your fingers, at a certain point, they're too big. And so for me, the tools are absolutely necessary. Yeah, 100%. So I would like to know who here has used polymer clay before? And what have you used it for? Because the type of Sculpey that Deepi is using, it's original Sculpey. And what I really like about Sculpey is just really soft. Are you finding that to be the case, Deepi? Yeah, that's a nice thing. There's barely any like warming up of the clay that I need to do with my hand right out of the like chunk of it. It's, it's very soft and easy to manipulate, which is really key when you're creating um, clay sculptures. You don't wanna like, cause then your hands start to hurt just like warming it up. Well, another thing about Sculpey is that it doesn't dry out. And that's such a plus because ceramic clay is such a pain in the butt. You need to have a kiln, it gets dust everywhere. And Sculpey really doesn't make any mess at all, does it? No, not really. There's a little bit of like an oil residue that comes off of it sometimes. So I like to use like a paper, uh, just like a mat or something, which they actually provided me with this, this mat too, which I could use. This is a nice mat that they gave me that 
you could use to work on. Um, but you can also bake on it. It's oven safe. So you could put these straight oh. into the oven. Um, the only reason I'm actually not using it, I'm re remembering now while I'm not using it, is because it's pretty similar to the terracotta color. Um, mm. And I wanted to have like a background that made this stand out. Pat says, I bought everything I needed for plastiline clay modeling, then chickened out and a year later started with Super Sculpey instead. I really like Sculpey because it's just really simple and accessible because you bake it in the oven, super easy. You bake it at 275 for 15 minutes for every quarter inch of clay. And it, it doesn't get lower maintenance than that <laughs> in terms of clay. Yeah, it's so easy. And it's just kind of like affordable, um, really easy to use. And like, yeah, these colors are like kind of earthy, um, but there are so many colors that Sculpey has, which is really fun. What are you working on, Clara? I'm just making this up. I mean, basically what I did is I took a sweet potato and I was going to actually carve into it like this at first. I was thinking, oh, it'd be sort of fun to show the difference in color between the inside and the skin. But this sort of bothered me that the tools can't really get a very clean line. So then I decided, you know what, it's probably better if I just take a vegetable peeler and just peel the surface. So that way it ends up all being even. And that ended up being a lot better as a solution. So I started with a sweet potato that was just like this. And this is one that I started. And this one I'm starting right now, just so you can see the beginning parts of the process. But maybe I'll switch to this one later on. One thing that happens when I work with clay a lot is that my cat's hair Gets what? Everything. Are you I'm already finding his hair. Yeah, he sheds so much just as it is, but he is shedding like crazy all over and, and it's getting all into my clay. So these these will have some fun little residues of my cat in it. Anonin says, what's the difference between Sculpey and Super Sculpey? I don't have the specs on Super Sculpey because Deep D is using original Sculpey, but I can tell you there's a lot of different kinds of Sculpey. They have liquid Sculpey, Sculpey Air Dry, Sculpey Primo, Souffle. They have a million tools, Super Sculpey, Super Sculpey Firm. So what I would recommend is you all head to Sculpey.com and read about their products because they have stuff there that I didn't know about. Like I'd never heard of liquid Sculpey. I'd never heard of air dry Sculpey. I just assumed that they were doing all polymer clay, but the fact that they have air dry is kind of awesome. Yeah, I think it's it's really fun like to play around with different kinds of clay because they each give you just such a different um, way of working and all of that. So I'm excited to explore more kinds of Sculpey. I'm really excited to like, eventually get my hands on some fun like neon bright colors because that's really like my where I love to work with Palmer clays when it gets like sparkly and super neon. 
Well, and another thing, original Sculpey is not sticky because I've worked with sticky clays before and it stinks. <laughs> what mm. about you, Deep Deep? Actually, I'm a Sculpey queen. Like this is what I work with all the time. So I've never worked with sticky clay, but I can only imagine it probably sucks because getting that all over your hand does not sound fun. And then getting it like into the other colors and all of that. Like the nice thing about this is I can work with one color. And then when I like touch another color, there isn't like a transfer of color. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, there is a little bit like when I touched the white after touching the terracotta, there was a tiny bit of terracotta color that went on the white. But like for the most part, it's pretty like residueless, which I appreciate. Oh, yeah. That's a big difference. Also, non-toxic. Ceramic clay, you really have to do that in a facility because of all the dust. And I've used plastiline in the past that had a really strong odor. And that was not fun. And it was sticky, so not fun. And Seven Angelic says, when Sculpey is done, it's a lot harder to chip or break than traditional clay, which is great for figures and such. Yeah, because after you bake it, you can carve, drill, sand, glaze, you can actually rebake it. You can paint it with acrylic and it stands up to chipping, crackling, crumbling. It's awesome. Yeah, I have some like magnets and pins that I've made with Sculpey like years ago. And the magnets have fallen on the crown, this and that, and they all just hold up so well. That's awesome. So Deep Deep, I guess the reason I picked a sweet potato today is because carving and sculpture is really hard to do because you can't go back. I'm sure, sort of envious yeah. right now that you can go back, you can take <laughs> things apart and mush it together, but I can't do that. Once you carve something, it's gone. And that part of it is really hard. Who here has carved before? Let me know because carving is not a very common experience not a lot of people have done it but it is really fun and so i just like the sweet potato because it's pretty easy to carve it's not like you're doing wood or freaking marble like michelangelo and so it's just a nice practice media because you can figure out okay what is carving all about but you don't have to deal with how difficult some of the materials can be and i really like that Pat says, I have a dedicated toaster oven in my garage for polymer clay. Oh, I love that. I do too. I have you a do? toaster oven just for polymer clay. Yeah, because it actually, it, it's, it gives off a bit of a smell. Uh -huh. It's not like a toxic smell, but it's just like when the clay bakes, you get like a little bit of a smell. And I started getting wary of having it in my oven oven. And sure. so I have a little baby toaster oven that I just, I mean, I got it for super cheap, like secondhand. Right. Um, and I mean, you don't need to bake it very high temperature and for very long. So a little toaster oven is kind of perfect because you could just keep popping them in and out. That's so smart. Why? I guess I don't work with polymer clay that much, but I kind of love that you both have that. <laughs> Maybe it's more common than we knew. All right. I think I have one little practice brooch ready to go. I'm going to 
make another one. Vivian is asking, could you make a foil frame before? Yes, actually what they recommend, I'm assuming because you will have to put it in the oven, is to use aluminum foil to create an armature if you decide that you need that structure. I think usually from what I've seen, most polymer clay stuff is on a fairly small scale. Yeah. Did, did you think that's true? I think so. I think like what I've seen polymer clay used a lot for is like making jewelry and beads and this and that. So you don't really need a frame, but I guess you definitely could work on a larger scale. I mean, there aren't a lot of people sculpting life-size figures using polymer clay. That would be so cool though. So Anna says air dry clay is pretty good. If you get the right brand, it almost feels like real clay. Yeah, air dry clay is a really good option because then it's permanent and you don't have to worry. And usually air dry clay is easier to use on a bigger scale compared to polymer clay. Lisa says, I've carved wood. It's nerve wracking once it starts to look good. Oh man, in art school once, I did a figure for this wood carving class. Do you know how stressful it is when you start carving the arm away? Because you carve it with a little bridge to hold it in place and then you knock away the bridge to get rid of it. But it's stressful because you can totally lose it. Oh man, that sounds awful. Well. You can put it back if you wanted to. You could insert a little rod into the piece and then put the arm in. So it's not like it's totally gone, but it would be nice if you don't have to deal with that. So Lukan Dandri says, part of your success in carving is learning how to sharpen your chisels. Oh my God, I'm so bad at that, Deep D. I know I need to get better at it. I'm so bad. It's an art I feel like you would be good at tools. that. No, I am not. I don't know why your energy feels like someone who'd be good at just like really sharpening knives. Well, but see, you need focus to do that. Like I'm sort of a barbarian. What? I would say you're so focused, Clara. Yeah, but when you've hung out with somebody like my husband, who is really calm and refined, I will seem like a barbarian. <laughs> it is true. You guys are a very well-matched pair. Yeah. Crispy Paintbrush says, soapstone carving lots of carving because my dad's a handyman and likes doing woodwork. Oh, that's so cool. I've never done soapstone before. Although, mm. Deep D, I did have a moment tonight where I was like, maybe I should make use of this Irish spring soap, which has been sitting in my bathroom for two years. I don't know why it's there, but maybe oh we gosh. need to do a soap carving stream at some point. What do people think? Would you like that to would see be so fun. Irish spring? <laughs> 
So Deep D, I have a moment coming up. You want to see? Yes. I am actually going to puncture a hole through this and make a little Whoa. bit of negative space. Wow. I really like the form that you're creating. Are you improvising it? Sorry if you already said this. I feel like I sometimes like zone out when I'm working with play. Um, are you working off of a reference or something or are you kind of just improvising this form? Totally improvising. No reference, which for me is weird. I, I'm usually somebody who's like glued to their reference, but th this is how I teach a lot of carving stuff is that I tell students don't try to make something, but just carve wherever you want to carve and you'll end up with a form because the sweet potatoes, they already have a certain degree of texture and gesture to them. Like this one has this funny head. And so what I tried to do when I carved this was to have my marks follow the flow of the sweet potato. And that's kind oh, of that's kind of cool. I know, isn't it? Well, I like that. You're still kind of giving me, or not giving me, giving yourself some guidelines. Yeah. To work with, or like some way to help you navigate it. Well, also, it's sort of fun because I like with 3D trying to think about, okay, what is this material? What is it good at? And this material is good at being organic and wavy. So why not? Link says, sweet potato. It thinks it's the funniest because it's always yamming it up. <laughs> oh my God. The dad jokes. Actually, Deep D, did you know that Taiwan, in Taiwan, if you go there, they refer to this country as a yam because it's shaped like a yam. Look at that. This one has a tail, but this is totally what Taiwan is shaped like as a country. Don't you love that? Really? Yeah. No, I did not. It's so cute. I love it. That is really cute. Looks like we need to do soap carving in a future stream because you know what? I need some play time. I need, I need to find something where I'm doing something with my hands, but it's not important. Do you have something like that, Deep D? Oh my gosh, no way. These <laughs> live streams are the only time I have any time to do anything fun. I know that sounds depressing. I promise I'm not, <laughs> but... <laughs> I just work too much. I know. Preaching to the choir. Yeah, I would say that you definitely work more than me, though. Well, see, here's the thing. I don't think I work more hours necessarily, but I think the work I do can be stressful. I think it does take a lot of minds, headspace to do. So I don't think in terms of actual labor, I work harder than anybody else. But running Art Prof is trying to balance 18,000 things, and that is exhausting. Yeah. And you have us crazy kooks on your staff keeping you on your toes. It's like running an art school preschool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Slepnir says, I sudd and like, want to do soap carving. Ha! Yeah. Yes. The puns. The puns. I love it. 
What would we do without you, Slipnir? <laughs> Ananen says, the uncarved sweet potato already looks like a goose. Well, I have this thing with my 12-year-old. She's obsessed with butts. You would say that's accurate to her personality, right, Deepi? Oh, yes. For as long as I've known her, I yes. feel like she's been obsessed with butts. She just really likes butts. And so one thing we do is when we go to the grocery store and we see something that looks like a butt, we buy it. <laughs> <laughs> always? Well, I just like to point them out. I'm always like, that one has a butt. And she's always very happy to see that in a vegetable. That's so funny. Yeah. I feel like I'm channeling Henry Moore with my piece. So if you don't know who Henry Moore is, he did these very organic sculptures and a lot of them have a hole in the middle. So I guess I'm just ripping him off right now, basically. I was going to say, I don't know who that is. You don't know who Henry Moore is? Well, maybe if I saw their work, but I don't know their name. There's a Henry Moore I've... sculpture at RISD. Which one? Oh! The, one the, the people? Yeah. I didn't know that that was their work. I actually like his abstract sculpture better than his figures. His figures, I don't know, they, they all feel really similar to me. Swinton Lee says, Henry Moore's work is fantastic. Photos don't do it justice. Yeah, it's a bummer with sculpture that most of the time you really don't get to experience the artwork. And there's so many artworks that just do not look good in a photo. That's mm. hard, I think. Yeah, sometimes when it's a, like a kind of an impressive feat in scale, I also feel like photos don't do it justice because you really have to like, experience it yeah well i was once at the mfa in boston and there was this sarah z piece and i had seen photos of it but it was so different in real life like my whole physical interaction with it what i looked at first what i looked at up close there's no chance you could get that in a photo Right. Yeah, it's really about like your human interaction. And a lot of time, I mean, it people aren't making their work when thinking about how it's going to photograph. They're thinking about how it's going to interact like with you in real life most of the time. Yeah. So it's kind of another hurdle. Hey, Deepti, have you tried blending the Sculpey? Can you show us that? Yeah, I tried, so the, in this one, oh, is my thing frozen? In this one, the lips and the irises are like the terracotta and the white 
mixed together. But maybe I can mix some of the white and the like Ooh. speckly. I really like the speckly one. That one's so pretty. Yeah, I'm making the like the base of this face speckly. Mm -hmm. Speckly, speckly. That's one thing I never do because all the sculpture that I do, it's usually I just pick one colored clay. Like I don't really have a lot of experience using colored clay. I guess I'm the opposite of you. Oh, I love using like bright, crazy colors. So the white and the speckly doesn't really give us too much. Let me see if I put some terracotta in there, what happens? I just love terracotta. It's such a pretty color. It is. It really is. It's like it It looks good no matter what you do. And actually, I had a professor in grad school who always made us use gray ceramic clay to do figure sculptures. And I remember somebody once asked him, oh, why can't we order the terracotta color? And he replied, it looks too good. I don't want you to use the clay that already looks good. I want you to use the clay that's ugly so you can really learn to sculpt. That's funny. Wow, this terracotta mixture is like very close to my skin color, actually. Look at oh that. Oh my god, that's exactly. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's, that's so weird. Oh my gosh. I will say, though, that I think I like working. I, I feel like these colors, the mixture of them, I'm not a huge fan of. I feel like with the speckly, it doesn't really, like, show the speckly as much. And I feel like just them and their pure forms um, are kind of nicer to work with here where I'm trying to get a lot of contrast um, mm. with each, like, body part. Well, I mean, they are fairly close. In color. Yeah. It's not like you have lime green with cadmium red. Exactly. Seven Angelic says, I'm getting Squidward vibes off of Deep D's little face. Well, SpongeBob oh, yeah. was an influence on you, right? Oh yeah. I love SpongeBob. It still influences me. It's it's such a good show. <laughs> It's funny because I feel like Spongebob really irritates some people, which is it understandable. Does. It's such an irritating, <laughs> like, illogical show. But I just think it's so funny. I think it's so... I just grew up on it. I think if someone showed me Spongebob today, I'd be like, this is so annoying. But I feel like I know all the episodes so well. And I do think the characters are really smart. Like, you know... There's like, I feel like the id ego and super ego are represented with um, SpongeBob Squidward and uh, Patrick. Well, here's the thing. I didn't grow up with SpongeBob because I'm old, but my kids watched a lot of SpongeBob. And I confess that at first I was like, oh my God, this is so obnoxious. And look at the stupid character design. But the thing is, one day I did sit down and watch it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. So I think it's just people haven't taken the time maybe to really watch it because they 
write it off as the, oh, that's just a dumb kids show, but it's not, it's really smart. And I think each episode is what, like 10 minutes? It has yeah, such- Yeah, they're really short. Good, like, I mean, it accomplishes such interesting storylines in a mere 10 minutes, which I think like from a writing perspective is so impressive. Tammy says, Prof Lou, I really enjoy your Instagram tip videos and when your guinea pig is in them. They've been having a great time. <laughs> my guinea pigs are now my co-stars. Because you know what? When we started doing shorts, I didn't have any experience, of course. And all of this has a learning curve. And I was just, okay, I'll film the short. I'll sit at my desk and I'll do it. And that was fine. But I was like, this is sort of boring. Every short looks the same. So let me try to just switch it up visually. I'll do the same thing. I'll talk about the same stuff. But it's like, what is it deeply about pets? It's like they're an entry point for learning. Isn't that strange? I don't know. Maybe it makes it feel less scary or they're just like funny to watch. So you are like paying attention more. I don't know. Well, it's fun for me. And I suspect that because it's fun for me, it's fun for everybody else. Because if you're miserable, people can tell on camera, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Energy, energy. I mean, as some of you know, because I was talking about it on the Discord today, is I'm fighting off a bug at the moment. And I feel like I, my energy is so, I'm trying so hard to be like, yay. But like, <laughs> you know, you can, you can tell when you're not feeling well. People read that. Well, Deepti, we know you're acting a lot. And I want to know, have you ever worked with an actor who was just such a pain in the butt that they just made your job impossible? Huh. No, I don't think so. I have worked with actors who I've been like, oh, wow, like we're definitely in very different stages of our career. Like, oh, really? Can like they can really get away with a lot more than I can. Um, just because like I'm the newbie and I have to prove myself mm. and they are a little bit more, but then I've worked with people who are of that same caliber who are like the nicest of all time. So I think you, you can find divas in any, in any career. Oh. Yes, you can. <laughs> it doesn't matter where you are. I don't know. I was just imagining if I was a movie director and I had a bad actor, I feel like that would just drive me insane. Mm. I guess that's why the audition process is so extensive and exhausting and subjective. Yeah. Like sometimes directors really want an actor that can just nail it and they don't have to do a lot of directing. And sometimes directors want an actor who can give them like 50 different options right. and they can throw anything at them. So you never know. Wait, there's a new SpongeBob Ginger Soul. Did they remake it? I didn't know about this. Ugh, I don't think I like that. Like they redid Powerpuff Girls. I... That's really annoying. 
I need to do playtime more deep D. That this is helping me actually. I really want to hold that. Like it feels so like, you know those computer mouses that are made to like fit your hand and whatever. Oh yeah, the ergonomic ones. <laughs> yeah, it looks like that. This is sort of like an ergonomic item gone wrong. Actually, I think the funniest ergonomic thing I ever used, <laughs> I was in Spain and the seats that they have at the subway, they, they fit you a little too well. <laughs> what? They were just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know that I want my seat to be that shaped. <laughs> what? They now really I'm so crazy. curious. I need to go to Spain and sit in one of those chairs. I'm glad I switched to a sweet potato. I feel like if I had done an acorn squash, I feel like that would have been a lot of work. I don't know. Sculpture yeah. can get really hard on your hands. And if you don't think about that, oh man, Deep D, I did this plaster carving project in art school and I was such a noob. I didn't know what I was doing. And I carved the sculptures with a freaking dental tool when I should have had giant chisels to get rid of big chunks, but I didn't know better. And I nearly destroyed my hands. It was so awful. That's the thing about sculpting is it can be so physical. You really have to make sure you're like taking care of yourself Yeah. when doing it, or you could really hurt yourself. Well, I kind of did. I mean, not injured permanently, but I remember after I finished that project and handed it in, we went on winter break and my hands were not back to normal for another two weeks. It was that bad. Sometimes that happens to me when I animate for too long. Oh yeah? Yeah, because I'm just like drawing for hours every day Ugh. and my hand is like so crampy. So what do you do to deal with that? I know that there are like exercises you can do. Sometimes I just have to throw in the towel and be like, I can't animate tomorrow. I just have to rest my hand. Yeah. You got to be careful about carpal tunnel stuff. That's oh my real. gosh. Yeah. People don't realize us artists. It's a very physical demanding job. I've never had carpal tunnel, but I did develop this thing called the queer veins, which is sort of similar. I don't think I got it from doing artwork, but it was very alarming. Like I couldn't even write my name without being in pain. What is Dequare veins? It's this thing in your wrist that is really unpleasant. And eventually I ended up getting cortisone shots mm. and that took care of it. But I did have to have physical therapy and ugh, it was not fun. 
Oh my god, the older I get, the more and more like horrific potential things that can happen to me get put into my attention, and I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> there was a really good Twitter thread. It was folks over 40, tell me what hurts today. <laughs> I was like, this is so accurate. <laughs> so funny. Oh, I love this from Lemon Boy. I remember when I'm bored at class, I made clay sculptures out of kneaded erasers. That's awesome. Mm. I used to like use my eraser shavings and squish them together to make like an eraser. Anyone ever do you that? Do that? Yeah, it's kind of gross though. Like I used to, by the end of the school year, I had this like giant one, but it was like Ew. super like gross because all my like crummy little third grade finger grossness was all over it like it's pretty but it was like everyone would do it and then you would see like who could have their as long as and it always like smelt kind of weird because it's just like a year of like eraser shavings yikes that's a lot so amanda has a good tip about not injuring yourself i sleep with a weighted pillow on my hand forces it to stay extended when I sleep. It helps so much. Wow. And Ginger Cell says, I injured my hand rolling ice cream and it sucks so much because I mainly do sculpture. Oh, I don't know how people who work at ice cream shops can scoop all that ice cream all day. Yeah. Agree. Or like dental hygienists? Like, how do they do that all day? I think I'm going to finish this later, Deep D. You should. I want to see it in its, its, all its glory. <laughs> well... Right now, the way I'm carving it, it's pretty chunky. It is a sweet potato. I don't really know that I can get it that smooth, but I'm going to try. I just want to see. I want to, I want someone to tell us how many times we've said the word sweet potato in this stream. <laughs> well, apparently, Deep D around the time that you were in my drawing class, mm -hmm. my students in one section decided that they needed to count how many times I said the word palpable. Because oh, yeah. that was my word. <laughs> palpable is 100% oh. your word. Palpable, there's yeah. one more. There's, there's one more, shoot. Palpable and, gosh, now this is gonna bother me. You know what it was? Well, this isn't really a word. It's more a phrase. But the student told me, you, you always say a moment. It's a moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's the most, like, classic, ironic, like, college art professor thing. Is it? This moment. I just love this moment. <laughs> you know what I don't like? What? I don't like it when professors are super vague. That bothers me. 
Like when you're actively asking them, how do I fix this? And they're like, you need to make it have more air. Oh my God, that would make me nauseous. <laughs> People in the comments are saying that you say mushy a lot, seven angelic. I do? I guess you do, but that's definitely not the word that I was thinking of palpable. And I should ask like Sod. I feel like he would remember. <laughs> yeah, but Sod knows the the old school Clara. <laughs> well, that's what I'm talking about. We were in the same year. That's true. Yes. You you both had old school Clara. The rest of you softened me up and now I'm art prop Clara. Oh my God, Art Prof Clara is so much softer than when I had Clara. That Clara was a menace. Well, you know, it's the whole academia, I'm a badass thing. But you know what? It's really exhausting to be like that. It's just way more fun to just be silly and oh, talk about Doctor Strange. Oh my gosh. It's yeah, coming my... out so soon. My version of Clara did not tell me about the men she had crushes on. That's for sure. I didn't have crushes back then. I mean, I liked yes, certain. Yes, you I, did. No, 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 no. Leaving academia <laughs> opened up your heart. To, or I suppose <laughs> your your eyes to these eye candy. <clears throat> More like you just lose all your dignity because you know what you start telling yourself is whatever. If I do it and it gets people to learn, I'll do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. If 17 year old me knew that this version of Clara would be in my <coughs> life, she would never believe me. Well, you probably wouldn't believe that you would be working for me one day. No, I definitely would not believe that either. <laughs> it's so weird the way that stuff works out, you know? It's like you meet people and you, you just don't think twice about it and then it ends up being a thing. I know. I just remember coming into my final crit and being like, I think I did okay. <laughs> and you were like, you did great. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, oh my God, really? And then few years later, you were like, come join my team. And I was like, oh my gosh, she really did think I did okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon Boy says the sweet potato looks like a croissant vibes with a hole in it. Oh, I love that. It's a croissant with a hole in it. And Amanda says, I'm getting Barbara Hepworth vibes with the hole in the sweet potato. You know what? I like Barbara Hepworth a lot. In fact, I think I like her more than Henry Moore. And I think she's really underrated. And I suspect it's because she's a female artist in a very male-dominated area, which was modern sculpture. But I consider that a compliment, Amanda, because I really like Barbara Hepworth. Oh my gosh, I like the little hairs. Thanks. That's so cute. These are my two guys. Are you going to give him braids or are they just going to stick up? These, I think they're just going to stick up because this person has braids. Kind of like a... Oh, that's true. 
Those are so cute. This is more of an electrocuted situation. <laughs> I don't understand how you make up these faces. I really don't. I don't either, to be honest, but they're fun. Well, it just doesn't seem like you're having to think about it that hard, which is fun. It seems like they're pretty spontaneous. Yeah, and I think that I let the clay kind of inform what happens, you know, like what color looks good where, what just, you know, what's working in the moment. Try not to stress too much about it. I let the medium, yes, let the medium guide you. I mean, this is basically a fancier sweet potato that happens to have a hole. I don't know what this one is. I guess this is a sweet potato without a hole. You can call it that. <laughs> All right, everybody. I hope you will join me in the Discord, Deep to Can't Make It, in the post live streams channel to talk more and discuss Barbara Hepworth or Dr. Strange 2, that type of thing. And we want to, as always, say thank you to our top Patreon supporters. You are all so important and you are all covering so many expenses. We have many of them all the time that need to be paid and you're making it happen. But I'm sad, Deep D, because we went down. I know it was only $14, no. but it still makes me sad. And I don't know, I feel like we're never going to hit that amount we need. But I shouldn't be such a downer. I know. It just bums me out. So think about Fetty supporting one. us on Patreon. And remember, you get stuff when you support us on Patreon. You get access to Patreon channels in the Discord. You get exclusive content. I write a newsletter. So do Jordan and Lauren. It's a pretty good deal considering the monthly fee. And you're helping us make sure all of our content is free and accessible to everybody. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye.